Newsflash. News. We need a breaking news. news tune. There you go. There you go. Well done, Lewis. Lewis didn't turn the camera on. Great. Good job. So far, Lewis has forgot something. <laughs> Lewis has <laughs> forgotten his bag with all his leads. One week on. We took eight minutes of top quality banter. Oh, and was Ian great. banging his elbow, and it's all gone. Wasted, but wow. I'll just start the show here. So, welcome to episode three <laughs> of uh, An Englishman's NFL podcast. Um, where today we're going to go through our chosen 22, um, where we're racking up a team, basically a dream team, um, ready for the season to start. And then when the season starts, we'll start bringing in and taking out players as we see fit through the season. Yeah. Uh, so basically, hopefully by the end of the season, it could almost be like a podcast team. It should be like yeah. the team of the year for the podcast by the end of the season. Yeah. And we'll only be doing... Pro Bowl team. That's us. it. Yeah. Yeah. And we can send trophies out and they wouldn't care. No, they, they would not get them because they would be flagged as suspicious packages. <laughs> <laughs> they would what think we're trying to like send them anthrax. <laughs> it's, just, it's just our little podcast trophy. It's like, we're just trying to be nice, not trying to kill you. And then we're going to go into our main meet and we're going to talk about bounce back teams and then teams that will be bouncing down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is how that works. Uh, and we're going to go to fancy chat. Uh, that is getting us ready for next week's show, which is going to be fancy heavy because we know that it's draft season, so we need to be prepping ourselves and whoever's listening as much as possible. Um, so today we're going to be going for some late round flyers and also what our draft sort of tactics are, um, which yeah. I don't like sharing with you, if I'm being honest. But I know, I know you if do. you wrote down this form, I need to do it. It's yeah, rule. it's the power that I have now. Yes. And then at the end, something I'm really looking forward to is... San Francisco 69ers himself, Lewis. They make their return. He is. Uh, he's going to put all. He's going to name all the teams this week. He's not going to name half of them, and then he's going to put them in the divisions, which is something Ben confessed he would not necessarily be able to do yet. So it would be a quite an advanced step for Lewis. Yeah, uh, I thought because actually I got more than half last time. I got <laughs> twenty, I believe. Did you? So I thought uh, two weeks easy. Yeah, not, it's not as easy as I thought, but. The yeah. map does help a bit, though, doesn't it? Yep. A, 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 yeah. Got my little diagram. Oh, hang on. That, you can't surely you've got to Cheeky. get rid of that now. What? What, how long before a test are you allowed to have paper around? Well, literally before you walk into the test. Pass it to me. Well, yeah. you've walked into the test. <laughs> be a good boy. Be a good boy. Oh, this is like having it written the on the back of your calculator. Nightmare. He would just be reading I shouldn't that have told you that, because I was going to have a look, just no. keeping on top to run the show. You want this as well? Yeah, I can have that. This is all There's a picture of your listeners. I wouldn't use it. Or people watching, just me organising the table. Um, okay, so <laughs> to start with, Ben, what are we starting with today? Um, so we are starting with the pre-season. We've had a couple of weeks of it now. Um, and generally speaking, as we talked about before, this stage of the pre-season is far more for the coaches than it is for anybody else. It's lots of rookies, lots of backups. Mm. You get maybe, um, either if you're on like a successful team like the Patriots or someone, you might get maybe a, a couple of drives out of Tom Brady. Um, and then it'll be Brian Hoyer, the rest of the way, and whatever else rookies are there. Um, but, you know, we saw a couple of games already where first teamers have been playing the first whole of the first half, which has yeah. been fun to see. Yeah, um, but again, it's far more about getting rookies involved, um, new acquisitions kind of ready when, to understand the playbook, that kind of stuff. Um, but we're just looking at that, seeing if there's any um, players that stood out, any key injuries to talk about. Okay, yeah, go, okay, go injuries. I've got one that I was devastated. I texted you instantly. I was <laughs> yeah. devastated. So, I think it happened as soon as I got to America. I turned my you phone picked on. Picked up the Wi-Fi. Yeah, and, and it's uh, Darius Geis. Darius Geis, running back for Redskins, ACL, out for the season. He, I was very ready for him to be amazing, and I was going to draft him just before Finn and gloat. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking forward to drafting him as well. So I think it was, was going to be good. Everyone he's was his ACL. Him. He's gone. Um, Hunter Henry tight end for the Chargers is gone yeah. the Chargers have lost like already four players to ACL injuries alone and they do this happens every to the Chargers every, every year season. So, but players coming back from injuries 
Teddy Bridgewater. So we on here we've got players that are standing out potentially so far. And Teddy Bridgewater for me is doing really good. well. Um, and for me, I don't know whether the Jets are just putting him on the shop window as well. Because if a they, team... they must, they must be looking to trade him. Yeah, and they picked him up. They're basically paying him nothing, and he's coming out and he is proving himself. He was just about to get the the to be the franchise quarterback with Minnesota when he yeah. destroyed his knee like, in multiple ways, and they were wondering whether he would even come back to play football at all. And he's come yeah. back and he's looking good. He never looked amazing before he was injured, but he looked well, surf- so, serviceable. The, so with him. Like he was a, he was a good part. He wasn't necessarily an elite passer of the ball. He was a good passer of the ball. What again set him apart, like a lot of, like a lot of really successful quarterbacks, is, is a bit is mobility, yeah. uh, ability to run with the ball. And so that's obviously questionable with his knee. But I still think that, like, if you put him with the Jaguars this year, they win the Super Bowl. Uh, it'd be interesting, wouldn't it? They like again, they've got the rumble. Yeah. They've got they've got running with Fournette. They've got the defense put up. They've got a good offensive line. You stick someone like Bridgewater in there who. I don't think it's a stretch to say he's a better quarterback than Blake Balls no, at all. No. Put him in there and they win the Super Bowl. So it'd be interesting to see if the Jets hold on to him. I, don't, I personally see Sam Darnold starting the year for them. And if not, McCown starts yeah. to week four, loses one or two, and then they bring yeah, Sam bring Darnold, Darnold in. in. I don't see Darnold not playing. I'd like Under over, I'd say Darnold plays over 10 games this year. Yeah, I think of, of the rookies, of the rookie quarterbacks is an interesting thing because obviously you've got Mayfield in Cleveland. I don't think he will play this season. No, I don't. Um, Josh Rosen is behind Sam Bradford on the depth chart but Sam Bradford can't stay healthy for more than like a quarter <laughs> and so it wouldn't surprise me if Rosen started the most games but again Donald is in line to, to start a good number um, James Washington uh, wide oh, receiver no. for Pittsburgh oh, Steelers another one as well like, <laughs> they are so good at developing wide receivers it's silly they've had Brown they've had Martavis Bryant Juju Smith-Schuster came out last year it's just another one that they kind of pick up in round two or three and it's just incredible my head in. He's like, he had a preseason game the other day and he caught two really nice touchdowns it just what he's doing like Again, it's just what they do to the families wide receivers in Pittsburgh it's silly and it works really really well I do think though if you're a wide receiver and you get you get um, drafted by them it gives you confidence because you yeah. know they are so good with the wide receivers yeah you just that you go, go in expecting think, it yeah. I can be that good and it's devastating that they've got another <laughs> imagine if all three of them are just going on going it's, for it they, they could very easily be like, I still think as long as Roethlisberger stays healthy yeah. um, Rudolph they should, looked alright though Rudolph looked okay but again like, as long as Big Ben stays healthy yeah. I see no reason why they won't have Probably the highest scoring offense, and probably the most exciting offense. This works well, every year, and they just don't get to the Super Bowl because their defense is always kind of. So, oh yeah, we've got that, a good defense this year, and then it's terrible. I hate this. We're going to go into our chosen twenty-two, and due to me being away and uh, prepping for this zero, <laughs> basically Ben is going to have full permission to bring these people in. So we just Excellent. need to have name my team and now. a quick description. What I'll go through is the players we've already got in that team so far. Okay, yeah. so we've got uh, Russell Wilson at quarterback, got Zeke Elliott at running back, we've got. Uh, Antonio Brown, Larry Fitzgerald, and DJ Moore is our wide receivers. Evan Ingram is tight end. Um, then our, our offensive line is David Bakhtiari, uh, Marshall Yonder, Jason Kelsey, Zach Martin, and Mike McGlinchey as our rookie, along with DJ Moore. Um, we're just trying to get a few rookies in there, basically. Yeah, because um, we've still got our specific rookie slots to fill as well. That's so. it, yeah. So, uh, so we've got today we've got cornerback, safety, and middle linebacker. We've got, obviously, yeah. another cornerback and safety to come. Um and potentially enough middle linebacker. We haven't discussed formations because if yeah, it's a three-four or four-three, four-three, who knows? Okay, so we can come to that another time. Yeah. So who's the cornerback? I, I could potentially just throw one out there if I don't agree, but I'd probably yeah. agree. Um, I don't have any energy to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the 
the way the NFL is now, there are lots of very good corners, but I think you look at the Jaguars last year, they had the best defense, yeah. um, like the, the highest scoring defense, but they were just so hard to pass against. Just like, don't say the guy who's a jerk and say the nice guy who I was thinking about <laughs> saying. Please. Okay, I'm going to break Ian's heart because <laughs> so the quarterback I've chosen is a guy called Jalen Ramsey and Ian doesn't like Jalen Ramsey well, I, anymore. I like him because the Ravens nearly... Well, I liked him because I was like, he could go to the Ravens. We went against him and now he's great because he's, just, he's exploded in the last week. It annoys me. <laughs> so Jalen Ramsey is an incredible quarterback. He was the number one guy on a Jaguars defence that was probably the best defence in NFL last year. But he had a, an interview with GQ for whatever reason. Um, and the reason Ian doesn't like him is because in that interview, well, he said that... He's also um, mean the week before to a um, journalist, which is why he got banned. I, I didn't see that. He's I been didn't banned know. for a week. I know he got suspended. I didn't know why. I just said team discipline reasons. Sheesh. But in that interview, he said that Joe Flacco sucks. Well, I, I think he does at times, but being honest, that's not why I hate him. It's oh, just, no. It's arrogant. It's, it's like, you're in, it's coming up to his second year. No, third year. Well, he's got to be around longer than that. It's his third year. I think before. we got him... No, he wasn't... He got drafted to Jags. Am I thinking of uh, AJ Boyer then? Yeah, Great. that's who I was going to suggest. I think he got drafted the same year as Ronnie Stanley. Cause 2016 draft. Yeah. This is the third same year now. Was, yeah. And, you know, you're still new to it. Everyone is loving you. Be a good guy. Don't be a jerk. And he's coming out as a bit of a jerk. But he's kind of earned that right. And so I, I think. Who's him... earned the right to be a jerk then? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so. I'm going to compare him to Zlatan, not in terms of where they stand within their positions, but just kind of, he knows he's good at this game and he's going to act like he's good at this game. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm fine with that. As long as, long as you can back it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, you, if you're good enough, that. you can. Yeah. You can. And, and you want a little bit of that swagger and he leads with that. So he's my guy. Sorry, Ian. Okay, so safety. Um, the guy I'm choosing is Keanu Neal for the Falcons. He's 23. I had no idea he was that young. He's in his third season. Um, and he's just incredible. Of the, from the, what little I've seen of him in the preseason, he is—he's fast. He gets the ball. He hits hard. Like he's everything you want in that kind of strong safety. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just good, and he's so exciting to watch. And he's part of a Falcons defense that could—I feel like we said this the last couple of years as well—but could be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like he's, it. He's—he's younger than I am by like six months. Um, and a middle linebacker, so we're starting on the inside linebacker positions. I'd a, I'd a toss up between two. I, I nearly again. Because okay. of your Ravens love. Every, I feel like every time we have this conversation, they bring up a Ravens player that it could have been, but it's not going to be. No. So I looked at CJ Mosley. He's not quite there yet, though. Not you quite. Ain't. And so the two I was tossing between were Bobby Wagner of the Seahawks, Luke Keekley of the Panthers. Um, and they, they were both drafted in the same draft class. They've both been incredible. I'm going with Keekley. Keekley. That's his name. <laughs> yeah, he's quality. Luke Keekley. I'm going with Keekley. Um, he's a little bit younger. Same draft class. It doesn't really matter. But... He's, since he's joined the league in 2012, over 800 tackles, um, 15 interceptions, 10 and a half sacks. Um, he's forced five fumbles. He's recovered eight. 800 um, tackles? 800 tackles is stupid. <laughs> it's incredible how good it is. Um, and, and just what he does for that Carolina defense, he is the heart of it. Mm-hmm. And you talk about wanting a quarterback of your defense. For Carolina, he's that guy. In the same way that certainly now that all the other guys have left Seattle Bobby Wagner is that now for Seattle because Earl Thomas is yeah. probably going to leave. Chancellor's gone. Sherman's gone. Yeah. Wagner's going to do that um, for them. But Luke Keegan is my guy just because you know that when he's on the field, he's almost unstoppable. Other than his rookie season, so his rookie season was 2012, every season since then he's been a pro bowler. Yeah, he's a different class. I like watching the like, top 100 videos about him because they just show how 
He basically just will predict what the quarterback's going to do. It's quality. It's quality. <laughs> I'm trying to play against that. <laughs> we're going to talk fantasy today, uh, and we're going to go into um, well, basically because it's happening soon. Uh, we got oh news, news flash. News. We need a breaking news, news tune. There you go. That's Fantastic. good. Fantastic. I love that little, little trumpet. Oh, no. very, very ready for that. Um, we're in a fantasy <laughs> league. Yeah, we're in a fantasy it's league. Happened. So we're in a uh, one running back. <laughs> I think it's because there's so many teams. I still don't that, agree with it. That hurts. Me. Yeah, one running back, two wide receivers, two flex. I think. Yeah. Uh, so can that not be a running back? It can be. Okay. I, I, I so don't. Okay. Honestly, I don't understand. So why. we could still draft three running backs. Yeah. But you can only start one in the actual running back slot. Yes. Um, Fine. It's with flea flicker, which I've never used before, but it looks good. It's got adverts, which is very annoying. Um, but one person can pay for the whole league's adverts to go, which I thought was oh. quite a good idea. Yeah, how much it's... is that though? Like five thousand pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, one person can do this. <laughs> so that's the team we're going to be tracking um, through this show. Um, we'll probably be recording the draft. We still got to chat about that. Um, <laughs> but either way, though, that'll be the team we talk about. Who we should be bringing in, how we did, things like that through the season, which would be a nice bit of content. Um, how many teams in that league? Eighteen, I think. Eighteen. Okay. And that's with loads of other Deep. UK NFL people, so bloggers, podcasters. Uh, general people who enjoy NFL and have some sort of cool. following or do some sort of product towards it. Okay, I'm very ready to make them cry. I do you know what, guys? <laughs> I'm a very I'm, I'm a very competitive you, person. You know this is being recorded and at yes. the end of the season. I am going to regret everything I say on this podcast. <laughs> the complaints of fantasy football is that you can you can it's luck. Literally, is luck. But like we got to go and if, you know that's quite a good. If you go and win that, that's a good sign of some power. Yeah. I'm can do all it. about power. I'll be putting a lot of time into this. Um, so that'll be the team we're tracking through the year. Um, but today we're just going to talk a little bit about draft strategy and a last round flyer. So we'll just whack out a name for that at the end of this. But mm. So Ben, we've talked a little bit about my strategy with numbers before. Um, but going away from that, what other sort of strategies do you use? Um, I think that with what you've seen, if you were to track fantasy football back a few seasons, like maybe six or seven different seasons, you've seen kind of a trend... Uh, that came in and has fallen back out of fashion, I think, called a zero RB strategy. And essentially, it's where at the top of the draft, you don't really draft any running backs. So the first four, five, six rounds, you look at wide receivers. You might draft someone like Aaron Rodgers or Rob Gronkowski. I've never understood this. End. And it just, this the, doesn't compute in my brain. So the theory is is that one, if you can secure, because the uh, depth of position at positions like wide receiver in terms of proper wide receiver one standard players is a little bit thinner than running back. You, the theory is you lean more towards that, you secure those guys, and running back is a bit deeper, so you can kind of bring those guys in and get numbers out of it. It makes sense to an extent, mm. but I think when you see what players like Todd Gurley do, what David Johnson did in 2016, mm. and what Zeke can do and, and has done, and again, players like, like those top running backs, you just want them. And I think that there is, there is a big drop-off <coughs> between running back one what you put in those top 10 12 running backs yeah it's huge and from and from there on and the same is true of wide receivers like for wide receivers though the drop off is from like four or five to almost everyone else yeah i agree um but there are specific patches that in the mock drafts that i've done like round three and four i don't like any of the running backs there I, there's, a, there's like i think it's like round five and six i don't like any player honestly i look, I, look <laughs> I, like, I don't want that tight end i don't want that wide receiver yeah. i don't want that running back and, and i don't so, want to take a quarterback yet and, and so for me, one of the strategies I really like and tried to an extent to do last year um, was to take an elite player for each position. Yeah, so if we, if we started out, yeah, to have one from each. So if we started out the first three or four rounds, I might start off with 
uh, Antonio Brown as a wide receiver. Um, if I could get someone like Melvin Gordon or Devontae Freeman in the next round, uh, and a, a Gronk, a Kelsey, and Ertz in round three, and a Rogers in round four. Like if I could start off with that, good I would foundation. be happy with that. Yeah. It would be a good foundation, assuming they're all healthy each week, um, and then can fill out bench depth, which would it be from there to an extent. Um, but I think that you want to secure, especially now with what running backs are doing, catching pass out of the backfield and all that stuff, yeah. you want to be getting running back early yeah. to conclude that little bit of a ramble. No, I think yeah. that you want to get an early running back who's going to secure you that those could be on the field for all three downs. He's going to catch passes out of the backfield. Um, and those are in relatively short supply on their teams. Like of, of players who secure a certain like opportunity mm. share, they're relatively short supply. Even when it was more popular, the zero RB, I used to look at it and, and just sort of think in my head, I was like, I get what they're saying, like you, the elite wide receivers and things like that, but it's like, for me, it does drop off a cliff. This year, the worst probably out of all the years of Unfancy, where it's, they are, like I said, 10 players, and then it goes to you're in a committee, you are not, yeah. you're not guaranteed number one, you're a rookie, and I don't like leaning on rookies, I'm not like you. Uh, I like to go for the ones which will potentially go for the number one spot eventually, but for me, it's like, we had a player in our league last year called Finn, and he drafted four running backs in the first four rounds. And it was insane. Yeah. He, he got like David Johnson, Zeke, because everyone didn't want to touch him because he had the band looming over his head. Yeah. Uh, oh, Cook, Hunt, and Lynch. So he went five in the first like seven rounds. We went five running backs. Unluckily for him, three of them got injured and were, were gone. Yeah, but it could have it could have paid off for him so much. Unbelievable because the, the the type of draft value, the trade value from them players as well would have yeah. would have helped him secure different players and things like. That. So for me, I I I want to go RB heavy this year. That's the strategy I'm going because. I feel like, like you said, there's depth in the wide receivers. There's players that I don't want to say the names of that I believe <laughs> could finish in the top 12 of wide receivers Definitely. this year, which I'm going to try and draft to get that value later on. But if I can go out the, the draft in the first four rounds of three running backs, I'm going to feel good, I think. Yeah, and I think the only other point to make is, I think, something that I didn't necessarily agree with, but I'm coming around to more and more is waiting on quarterback oh yeah it's so deep now there are there are at least 12 14 quarterbacks that i would be perfectly happy really starting each and every week which if you're in so we're in an 18 league in our personal one the one we're joining is obviously 18 but in in your standard 10 12 team leagues everybody can get a quarterback they want yeah but like it, you don't need you, you don't need to take aaron Rodgers no. in three or round three or four and you the, can happily wait until round 10 11 pick up definitely uh, uh, Philip Rivers definitely and we're we're in eight man leagues we don't trust anybody else not to flake out half the group <laughs> because it will cripple the league obviously but um, I went through my draft board I made the other day you can watch a video of that on YouTube uh, and if, I, if you go from one to eight on each of the positions I'm happy with any of them like literally yeah. one to eight tight ends I'm like I'll take any of them wide receivers obviously you want top three top four same as running backs but again you'd settle for one like seven or eight Yeah, it is a deep it feels like this is the deepest draft ever really Quarter, like quarterbacks is insane like I said I'm not worried Definitely. about anyone. Uh, late round flyer. Oh, I have so many. It's so not fair. That's why I want leagues to be like infinitely deep. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> there it, are yeah. so many players that I just want to stash Name just in one. case they blow up. Um, so I mentioned him earlier. Anthony Miller has looked incredible for the Bears. And what's really interesting is obviously the Bears have almost revamped their entire offense really this year. They bought Trey Burton, a tight end from the Eagles over. They bought an Adam Robinson um, in free agency from the Jags, and they've obviously got Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen in the backfield. But every every beat reporter that I've listened to, every report that I've read, 
the only person they really talk about is Anthony Miller. He stood out so much and he's yeah. looked so natural there. He could be, yeah. and, and his rapport, interesting enough, with Trubisky has also worked really, really well. And so for someone that, certainly in the leagues that we draft in, I can get almost in exactly the last round, I'm more than happy to do that. Yeah. I don't have my notes on me and I haven't researched at all, but it, my sort of strategy in my late round flyer is, um, so for example, last year there was two running backs. Everyone was like, okay, you got to keep an eye on Alvin Kamara, and the guy from Texans, um, Devontae Foreman. Devontae Foreman, yeah. And everyone was like, "Hey, you've got to keep an eye on them. Uh, is it worth drafting them?" Basically, same as um, yeah. Dixon from the Ravens. Everyone was saying potential Ravens didn't really have a running back last year until Collins showed, and they're like, um, "If Dixon comes through, it's mm. good to have him." So basically, I, I've been looking for rookies who aren't going to be starting or going to be on the fringe. Um, so even you could say like a Nick Chubb. For, is it Nick Chubb for um, Browns? Browns? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love so, Nick Chubb so much. But I'm not going to be drafting him high because it's, there's too many running backs in the I'd, team. I'd be surprised if, in, again, in our A-team league, I'd be surprised if he does get drafted. That's it. Whereas so I'd buried, be considering but... just to take him, so to stash him, to just if they have an injury, if Hyde goes out and then it's uh, using Duke Johnson in a different way, then Chubb's going to be valuable suddenly. Um, or I'd do the opposite and i go for a veteran like a Des Bryant who's not on the team. People are going to forget about him and you just pick him up last pick. Last year I picked up Luck because there was a rumour he might play uh, in that season. I thought, well, it's too, he's going to be too valuable. I don't want to be chasing him on waivers or trading for this guy. Yeah, I was yeah. Take Bryant, pop him on the bottom of the roster because if you've got, we've got seven bench spaces, you can afford, at the, at the end, it's like a duck shoot. You just, you're aiming and just having a random shot. And I think with someone like Bryant, a veteran who's proved it, I used to do it with Antonio Gates when he was playing as well. Because I thought if, so, if someone goes down, mm. he's going to be a good value. One of the, in terms of like late round people, one of the strategies I'm really, really looking into is like waiting again on tight end. Yeah. Um, so obviously you've got Rob Gronkowski, you've got Travis Kelsey, those guys, but they're commanding third, fourth round picks. I, I can wait until round... 12, 13 and take David and Joku, who's looked unbelievable. Yeah, and I can I can wait even until the last round and take someone like Vance McDonald mm-hmm. for the Steelers, who's their number one tight end on that offense, could be amazing. Like those kind of guys um yeah. that are largely in in certain in, in shallower leagues are going undrafted that I can pick as the last one and again just fill out all the other positions with depth knowing that I've got a guy coming up in the late rounds. Tight ends are depressing though, because if they get if you get like a, a McDonald would easily get you three points or four points, it's like this, oh, tight ends like eight or two. Well, tight ends are so touchdown dependent. Like in, in terms of the percentage of their points in any given week that will come from a touchdown, yeah. it's so much higher than any other position. Yeah. Like if you if you get a that's touchdown from Graham a tight end, it. you don't care. It's no. done. That's set. Yeah. He's your guy. If he gets it in the first quarter, you're like, yeah, I'll yeah, next sweet. Week for the rest of the game. Yeah. Okay, more fancy chat next week. But what I've been looking forward to the most, Lewis. <laughs> Question. Yes. Are we doing main meet? We did the main meet. Bounce back teams. No, we didn't. We didn't. You no, I jumped it. You jumped it. <laughs> if you didn't get the first tip, <laughs> I, have, I have not had any sleep. Did I just jump straight to fancy? Yeah. Uh, we well, did. You, you, you just started fancy off and I was like, hmm, I'm pretty sure we didn't do main Maybe main. I did I, it in I my mind. I figured you would circle back around to it, but... Maybe it's because yeah. I felt like we talked a bit about the fancy teams. The, the anticipation for learning with Lewis will have to continue. I, I, I don't even feel like it's anticipation. I think it's just a delirious <laughs> state that I'm in. It's possible you had a waking dream. You're like, yeah, we definitely talked about it. And well, we well, I just glazed everyone one point like, yeah, I feel like we've quarters of the way through this podcast. Uh, bounce back teams and teams that we potentially think are going to slide this year uh, compared to how did last year. Again, my research consisted of about five minutes before, but I have a good idea roughly. Okay, so I'm just going to spin mine out because we've done a lot of it. talking today. I love it. Um, one of my teams is the Texans. They were 4-12 and 12 last year. Um, they looked unstoppable to a degree when Deshaun Watson was playing, got injured, and then they just fell off a cliff because they had savage. Yeah. 
Um, so I think four and twelve is a little bit of a false position for them. But mm. really, at the same time, um, they didn't have a first round pick this year either. So they gifted another team with a first round pick. But it would have been great for them to have that after picking up Watson the year before. Um, a team I'm really hot on, which I don't think many people agree, is the Dolphins. I just think they had. I think they've had a sneaky good preseason. I like this. I like some of their pickups. I think their offense is underrated. The other day I was just looking at rosters and going through different things. Looking, honestly, their offense is good. Um, I think this year they're a team to look out for. Um, last year they were six and ten, and I I think they're going to be decent. Honestly, I'm going to say it now. I reckon Dolphins push for a playoff spot, and it's going to be out wow. of nowhere. I, I that think, would be out of nowhere because I'm. Some people will be the opposite. They'll be the yeah, teams that and will, I, yeah. I'm further more down that line. That's, and that's cool. Like, I don't think the Dolphins are that great. I think that it's good that they've obviously got Tannehill coming back. I don't trust Kenyon Drake. Um, he's he's a player that I'm not going to no, draft no, no. wherever he falls in fantasy. Um, the wide receiver core, like I like the pickup of Amendola. I like the tight end. Is, from the is draft. Amendola really going to do anything though? Out, like, whenever he was now. targeted though, he's well, yeah, to get touchdowns he, in the Super Bowl because oh. he was targeted by Tom Brady. Now he's going to Ryan Tannehill. There's a difference. We will see, Ben. Maybe <laughs> there is a difference. Some sort of bet, like, Lewis. Write it down somewhere. <laughs> write it on your skin. I don't care. That the Dolphins will do. Better than Ben says. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is. Wait, what, what is Ben saying there? Well, wait, okay. What's the medium then? So if eight we're gonna, if we're going to go okay. over under I, on their win total for the year, I would be surprised if they win more than seven games. I will go for that. I don't know what we're betting. Maybe you know our lives. A tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Dolphin tattoo. <laughs> Again, another. Fo- you look at their offense. They like their, back, their offensive yeah. line actually looks pretty decent. If well, as long as Hernandez is a decent pickup as well, we did. I loved that him in the draft. Um, and then I think, I personally, I think that offense is going to be really hard to cover. I spoke about that before, and I think our first show um, last year they were three and thirteen. They won't happen again. They're, no, they've been fine. I'm telling you, the Dolphins. Honestly, we need to remember this somehow. <laughs> so yeah, so Ian loves the Dolphins. You're saying that they'll have more than seven wins. Yeah, and he's saying they'll have less, less than seven wins. Yeah. Give me your bounce back teams as quick as that, and then we'll go into the teams you think are going to slide. Uh, bounce back teams. I agree with the Giants. There's there's no way they're going three and thirteen again because obviously they lost Beckham, and lost Marshall, and the, um, the, their team just had no no running backs, no defense, no like, heart. Like you could watch yeah. them in games. It's like you've, you guys given they gave up. up. Yeah, they gave up in week four. <laughs> their, their defense won't. I don't think the defence will be good again this year. Um, no, I do agree. Same time, you've got Beckham coming back. You drafted Barkley. Um, offensive line should be better. Shepard um, Engram. Shepard oh. Engram again. Like the, who's the kid from? Is it Clemson? Wayne Gorman. He's decent as well. I liked Wayne Gorman, but again, like Clemson bias coming through. Yeah. Uh, Giants should be good coming back. The obvious pick is the Green Bay Packers coming back with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I didn't pick them because it was such a false. Like, but, but, but I think you could say that about the Texans as well because obviously the Texans with Deshaun Watson looked incredible again their defence wasn't their secondary wasn't great it was hard to run against them right. you could pass all you wanted against them yeah. um, so again Texans and hopefully Watts back yeah hopefully JJ Watts back and Clowney can stay healthy but Texans and Packers coming back with their quarterbacks coming back healthy should be good bounce back candidates um, and then the Browns I think if as long as the Browns win one game it's a bounce back season. I think, and so it's I not agree. really that much. <laughs> oh, Ben's it's, it's not really, there. yeah, right. But I think that I think for them, given where they've come from, what's a good if, season for them? I think you could put them at six and ten, and they would be very happy. Oh, flip me, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm thinking if they go four and ten, they'll be chuffed. I, I, I just look at the talent that they've got. I think that. Yeah. Uh, they're obviously being held back by Hugh Jackson, who clearly doesn't really know what he's doing. Greg Williams is an outdated defensive-minded coach. But have you been watching Hard Knock? I haven't. I haven't been able to find it yet. No, I haven't watched on... it yet because I don't have Game Pass um, yet. 
but it's I not watched Greg pass. Williams for the three other hard knocks and I can't stand that man he's the most aggressive for um, no reason <laughs> at all man in the world it's like he's, if he was shouting at me I'd, just be, like, I'd be non-responsive he's, he's not a very nice man but no. you bring in someone like Todd Haley who's obviously the offensive coordinator for the Steelers before now um, and you bring in uh, Tyrell Teller you draft Baker Mayfield you bring in Carlos Hyde you've still no got Duke Johnson good. Jarvis Landry David Njoku I mean for whatever reason, they drafted Corey Coleman for literally nothing. Mm. A conditional seventh-round pick in 2020 he means be all right for the Bills, I think. nothing. He should be. If he stays fit. And if they have a quarterback who can pass away. I think if the, if the Browns um, get five wins... Okay, I said four. I think if they get five wins, you could go away and say, good, this build on this. Like four years ago, they had seven wins or something like that. I looked the other day and I was like, actually, they weren't that bad that long ago. Yeah. It's because they've been so bad for the last few years. So, like, historically yeah. bad. Yeah. The Browns, I would put somewhere in that conversation. Yeah, I'm, also, I'm I think the Bengals might be okay this year. I think, the, actually, Bengals I think the AFC terrible. North might be quite good. The, the AFC North is going to be an interesting division. I've obviously got the Steelers. The Ravens should Ravens would probably actually really be a good, good um, bounce-back team because Flacco Flacco's should be going to be good. Now. I'm telling you, Flacco's going to be good. And I, going back to late-round flyers, John Brown yeah. has been Apparently, yeah, the star of the Ravens yeah. training camp. He could be really good. Anyway. Slip and sliders. Slippers and sliders. I'm going to go for... Sorry, I've butted in. <laughs> well, these teams did... Seahawks didn't actually do no, great, they but they didn't great. do bad. Nine and seven. Like, it's they, not, they're they not a million miles away from the playoffs. They outperformed when they should have been. I agree. Team. But nine and seven still not terrible. A lot of teams would take that. Um, they, they are not getting nine wins this year, I don't believe. I think they're going to struggle. I think they're going to struggle offensively and defensively. Yeah. Carroll is a type... He's a bit of a Belichick. They can, can find a diamond in the rough from Sometimes. nowhere. Yeah. Just find somebody. But... It's too many different positions. I think they're, they're going to rely on people they, they so should be. Holes. Baldwin seems like he's struggling with injuries. Anyway, Seahawks, uh, Bills, honestly, the fact no, we were talking before the show, they're going no to the make the playoffs again. <laughs> no. um, and then the Titans also made the playoffs. Um, yeah. There's something going to a fancy thing. I, I just think Derek Henry is going to be a bit of a player, a bit like Amari Cooper has been, that people like really love to draft him and love to think he's going to be amazing in the season, but has never actually proved it in an NFL way. And, and Dion Lewis is the most underrated running back in the league. I freaking I, love him. I love Dion Lewis. He was so good for me last year. I've come almost full circle on Derek Henry. Mm. Because when, when the Titans released Marco Murray, I was like, yes, free Derek Henry. Yeah, yeah Number one guy, everything, do everything, fantastic. Draft him in like the third round, no worries. Bang, easy. They signed Dion Lewis and immediately my instinct of reaction was, oh no. <laughs> not good for Derek Henry no. I'm going to draft Dion Lewis in the 8th round all of the value fantastic the more that preseason and training camp has gone on the more that I've seen the Titans being willing to lean on Derek Henry they've done it in a preseason game and it's going to be a bit it's going to feel a bit to me like it's not going to be the same it's going to feel a bit like in Atlanta where you've got Devonte Freeman, you've got Coleman. Tevin Coleman. It's, it's not going to be the same split, I, know, I don't yeah. think, to that extent. But you're going to have weeks where Tevin Coleman's going to explode and something that Deion Lewis can do. He's going to catch a 40-yard screen pass. He's going to run a 20-yard touchdown. And he's going to take stuff away from Derrick Henry. And I think, that obviously, it lessens Henry's value. But I think, as well, the Titans' offensive line, I would say, is probably top five in the league. But Henry's doing what these players do, and they... they flirt with you and they show you something in preseason. they'll show you something at the end of they'll show you something in week 16 and 17 when he's on no one's roster because we're in the playoffs and no one cares about the risking him he'll show you something oh training camp he's been great and then you'll get to preseason. <laughs> oh I just ran for a 70 yard touchdown get to the season 
He's getting stopped two yards past the line of scrimmage every time. Ian I'm telling you, very specific Derek Henry is in the category with Devontae Parker <laughs> Devontae and Parker. Amari Cooper. Oh. Until they prove themselves to me, until they prove themselves to me, they're in a little box and they're in the river. I had Devontae Parker like five different times in my roster last year. You're a joke. I, I drafted him, I released him, and I think I traded for him three different times. And I, I, think I don't I know why. To, I think I traded to him to you twice. <laughs> yeah. I, I picked him up on waivers and traded him back to him again. Oh, it was and so you, bad. But I, I need to write this down somewhere else. We need to, like a little area on the wall where it's like Dolphins are going to be good, Ben says they're going to be bad, Henry, Parker, and... I, I have no faith name. in Devontae Parker. Henry, Parker, and Cooper. I'm going to throw out a controversial one here. Oh yeah, I totally killed yours. Um, I think <laughs> the Vikings are going to slide this year. And I have a very, very specific reason why. I okay. Like purple. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the colour purple. No. So the Vikings last year, obviously the start with Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford did what Sam Bradford always does and got injured. Case Keenum came in and looked incredible. Mm. They had Dalvin Cook, who was great for when he came in and then got injured, and then Murray and McKinnon took over and were good. Diggs and Phelan were incredible from mm. wide perspective. They had a great season. Keenum performed above expectations. You f- you would feel like now that they've signed Kirk Cousins, you feel like they should have a, an upgrade at quarterback, right? <coughs> yeah. You look at the stats that Cousins has, has piled up, it makes sense. There is one area as a quarterback where Kirk Cousins struggles the most, and it's when he's under pressure. Mm. And if there's one weakness for the Minnesota Vikings, like one genuine weakness, it's their pass protection. Mm-hmm. They're great at run blocking as part of why Dalvin Cook looked so good when he did. Their one real weakness is pass protection. Kirk Cousins is going to face a lot of pressure, and when he's under pressure, he is a different quarterback in a bad way. When you put Aaron Rod, like, you put Aaron Rodgers under pressure, he's going he rolls out, he's going to carve you up for forty yards. He doesn't care, does what he wants. He's Aaron Rodgers. I might be in love with him. When <laughs> you put Kirk Cousins under pressure, and for whatever reason, he just crumbles. He doesn't see things. He throws interceptions. He takes a sack when he shouldn't do. He isn't good under pressure. I feel like teams are going to recognise that and the Vikings are going to struggle. I, I, I the, feel it. Like, Their the, the defence is going to be great. Or at least yeah. it should, it should be should great. Be good, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if they take the step up to, to kind of overthrow the Vikings this year as number one defence. The talent they've got... Sorry? sorry? Who will take a step up? The Vikings defence will take a step up to overthrow the Jags to become the number one yep. defence. Potentially. Mm-hmm. The talent they've got around Cousins... Is incredible. Diggs and Thielen probably, I mean, you can make arguments elsewhere, but I would argue that right now, certainly based on last season, anyway, Diggs and Thielen, the best one two wide receiver combo in the league. Rudolph's a good pass catching tight end. Great backfield with Cook coming back. There's something about Kirk Cousins that makes me feel uneasy. I agree. I drafted him one year he sucked. <laughs> well, there we go. No, I do think, I do, I kind of do agree with that. Um, I just think they're going to have too much. We'll you, you, you think they should, but at the same, there's, there's something about it. And, I like, I like and a hunch. It's the same hunch as my Dolphins, like why they're going to be good. So yeah. I don't know why. I just, I just like it. Pat Shermer's left as well, defensive coordinator yeah, for things last like year. That, things like that are really underrated. All changed. When a defensive like, coordinator goes and you've done well, I always worry for that team. But anyway. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Vikings so, would be my prime pick for a team to slip up. And it doesn't even need to be a big slip up. No, no, no. fall down to like six and ten it's not going to be that dramatic no, but you're just thinking dropping I would out not be surprised if they finish nine and seven and don't finish anywhere near the playoffs what we need to do is write these into our so we've got projection show projection show sorry in like three weeks two weeks sorry we need to put some of these in there yeah definitely it, it's nice to be able to remember them okay so uh, learning with Lewis each week we have our our friend who doesn't know anything about American football 
Well, have you been practicing for the show? You? No, no, but I have written down your predictions, which have names on, don't they? Okay. I'm just being for clarity. No, that's good. Okay, so thank you. I appreciate yeah, yeah. No, I'm, on, I'm an honest man. So, Lewis is the person who makes sure that we sound uh, good and that things are working well here, but you mm. don't know anything about the NFL, do you? Very, very little. So, we are going on the journey of teaching him to the point where he can have an input which is valuable. I feel like he's my son, and I'm teaching him the important values of life. Well, I, my um, older, taller, bearded son. <laughs> <laughs> Each week, last week I challenged you, as I said at the beginning of the show, you didn't, you didn't complete it. You're saying I got over half, but it doesn't matter, you didn't complete the test. You know? Yeah, but I felt like I didn't have enough time to prepare. You could, mm. could, yeah, it was very short. But life's hard sometimes. It so, is hard. I need 32 teams. Yep. But what I, I want them in the order of their divisions. Yep. With the correct titles. If you get... I'm giving you a, a life of five, in, five incorrect Either placements or, you know, if you're struggling to get a team. Okay. When you say full titles... What, what would you consist as a title? So I've gone for... As you guys always refer to them as the Bears, I've gone Bears. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's fine. That, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, a start. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can try and maybe put a place... Oh, yeah, I might be able to get some of them. Okay. But um, Also, we're going to put a time limit on it because otherwise... Oh, he are could we be, now? Well, because he could just be like... I could be it for next week. Yeah, and then he'd be fine. <laughs> so you've got five minutes. Yeah, Five. that's longer than we should probably have for any second. Do you want an actual Jeffy. audible timer? <laughs> I do. Or just a stopwatch. You know, you can make noise when it happens. Great. Like, like a horse. You're okay. So, time starts now. Now. So, NFC North That's where I'm going to start. Uh-huh. Bears, Lions, Packers, Vikings. Yeah. Nice. NFC East. Uh-huh. Giants, Eagles, Cowboys, Redskins. Uh-huh. NFC South. Panthers, Falcons. I like how he's just giggling animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's the easy ones. Uh, this is the team I said I always slip up on. One of yeah, these teams, the ones true. I always used to forget. This is one of the few divisions I can actively remember. Yeah. It's because it's a decent one. Falcons, Panthers. We're padding well. Why is it? Yeah, you, the, lots you, of padding. Yeah, get yeah. your padding ready. Um, do you have a nice week? I had a great week, yeah. When, when camping, oh, I hate camping. Camping is terrible. Well, from the guy who went um, first class, I'm, I can imagine. Well, no, okay, business class, not first class. Are, are we interrupting you from <laughs> I'm speaking? Sorry, sorry, <laughs> I, got, I got We're just wasting your own time. Okay, right, I, I, I'm going to come back there. Uh, so NFC West, we have San Francisco 49ers. Listen to last week's show if you really... <laughs> Point of emphasis. Yep. Um, the Rams, Cardinals. Yep. So, what are you having for Tito? Seattle Seahawks. Yes. I only got the name. Well, you should get that one. So, <laughs> so, okay, we can come back to this one. We've got two from the NFC South we need to get, okay? Yeah. But we can come back to that. Come one. back to that one. Okay. So, AFC North, Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Browns. Yeah. Mm. Bengals. Mm-hmm. Steelers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. NFC East. Oh, that's your first mistake. A- AFC East. Yeah. Oh. Well, you cannot count that as a mistake, Ian Haskell. <laughs> I know, I did things like, <laughs> like that all the time as well. I did a video explaining them and I said the wrong one. Oh. Yeah, okay, I'll give you back, be back to five. Oh, thank you. I'm a mean person. Uh, Jets, Bills, Dolphins, Patriots. AFC South. Titans, Colts. Jaguars. It's another one beginning with T. 
It's I Texans. Love this content. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to say you love this content. <laughs> okay, everyone's checking to see if their phones ran out badly. Uh, AFC West. AFC West oh, is oops, helping him out a bit. <laughs> is the Chargers, Raiders. Why do the Chargers get injured every year? Must be the training field. <sighs> the Ravens got different medical staff because it kept happening to them. They changed their medical staff. They changed their tactics. Staff. They changed how they start training mm. camp. I think. Yeah. And they haven't had an injury this season. Mm. But going back to our camping discussion, <laughs> camping's fine as long as it's warm. But if it gets if it's wet or too yeah, dewy, we're in camping the in England, so it's not warm. And I, I don't I don't want to We've pay had the best summer ever. I don't want to pay money to reduce my quality of living, which is what I do when I'm camping. It I want to true. go from glory to glory. It is true, but it's like thirty quid, and, it, and it's nice to get in touch with the outside world. Well, I can get in touch with the outside world and then go back inside my house. You should have gone camping then. Well, I know. You're more of a glamper, aren't you? I would imagine. I'm losing my train of thought again. Charges. Yeah. Charges. Charges and Raiders. Raiders. One of them begins with C. Am I right? No. Chiefs. Oh, well, okay, yeah. Yeah, the can't, second part can't of see Chiefs. <laughs> um, oh, Broncos. Good. So, so there's only two teams left and you have 40 seconds to remember them. Oh! <laughs> damn! Forgot about the clock. So we've got Panthers. Yeah. <laughs> Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Oh, no. You failed us. so confident. And that failed. Was, uh, it was AFC I was struggling on the most. Yeah. But that's in the NFC yeah. size. But, the bar. Yeah. 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 And, Saints. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Ah, unlucky. <laughs> really well. Very good. Really well. Well, that's a pass. Because is it 70% pass rate? Well, 70% in like American grade is like a C minus. Well, you, you've got like... I reckon I got A minus. Yeah, I mean, I'm rating myself. You're right up there. Lewis, congratulations. That's your first pass. Excellent. Oh, thank you. Do I set the tone so for... Proud. Do I set the next one for the next week now? Please. Um, I, I mean, if you can think of something. If um, not, just... Announce it, at Lewis. Point. <laughs> yeah. I need to have the my paper. the starting quarterback, quarterback from every for one each of those, of those teams, thirty-two yeah. teams, and oh, one fifteen-yard penalty explained. I like it. Um, so, like I said, next in week. the next few weeks, next week we have it's going to be fancy. It's going to oh. be fancy meat heavy, and then the week after that we got our prediction show, which I really can't wait for. Fun we are going to be back again next week. We had a week off because I was away I mean, but we're going to be like more consistent now Lewis will mm. remember things properly before he has a little pop at me again how rude um, and we might have social media by then yeah maybe don't look at me I'm a busy person I know I'm not going to get into the conversation <laughs> thanks for watching or listening uh, if you've made it to hour four, um, hour four and have yeah. a great week you know it's always nice to say have a good week yeah we, yeah. we um, are nice people next week, up the Ravens okay <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy, sorry.